Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. Erev Rosh Hashanah 5778. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Die 
In the desert going to our promised land Bound together with a dream in our heart It was so clear Who we were and who we were meant to be One forever Never tearing apart All united Never be divided We made a night and
Brand new, Levi Cohen, Atta Vecharatanu from the Kudatova. Brand new, Uri Davidi with Yachad. Thought that was a phenomenal song for this era of Rosh Hashanah. Off of the brand new album, Halavai. Ain Ode, brand new, Avi Peretz. Tata Oitatanyu, Shlomo Simcha for this time of year. Maslume Chadash, brand new, Avremel. He was here in our studio yesterday. If you missed it, check out the Facebook Live video. I believe it's already at 1,500 views, which is pretty amazing. Great video that was done early yesterday morning. Uh, check it out on Facebook Live. Go to Nachum Siegel Network. You'll see my conversation with Avram Freed. Two things I didn't bring up with him, which I regret, of course. Uh, one was I didn't discuss the title track with him, which I cannot believe that I did an interview about a brand new album, never discussed the title track. And uh, when he mentioned um, that this project reminded him of Yiddish gems, I wanted to remind him that he had a Hebrew gems years ago as well. Remember that one? I, I, I think it was called, not not Otsroth Bivrit. It was something Otsroth, I think. Anyway... Next time, I guess, that he's in, I'll be able to make up for it. But it happens a lot that an interview ends, and I immediately think of the stuff we didn't discuss. <laughs> Mordechai Ben David, brand new, with Kesser Malucha from the High Holiday Liturgy off of the album Tsa'aka. Regesh with Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. 34 years ago today, I had my first show on a Wednesday on an era of Rosh Hashanah at JM in the AM, and it is amazing that I am in this chair until now. It is simply Hard to believe, and I thank all of you, all of our listeners, all of our supporters, all of our great Nahum Single Network staff members. I cannot thank you enough. Wednesday on this September the 20th, the 29th of Elul, it is Erev Rosh Hashanah tomorrow. The first day of the holiday will, of course, be off the air until uh, until Saturday night, and then we will return. Uh, candle lighting time today at 635. Our Erev Yom Tov 
music mix brought to you by our friends at Kedem. We do recommend you keep the music mix on all day long. It sounds like, based on a call that I got late last night, it sounds like our friends at Aaron's Casino Farms in Queens are going to be keeping the stream on all day long today. That's what it sounded like. So if you're there right now shopping, I have no idea if they're open yet, but if you're there right now shopping or on your way, I say good morning and wish you a happy and healthy New Year. Again, candlelighting in New York, 635. And the good news for us in New York, and I hope it's like this wherever you are, is that the weather looks really, really good between now and the Saturday night. 72 degrees, cloudy skies today with a high of 82. Partly cloudy tonight, low 70. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, a high 85. Yushalayim right now at 77. We're at 72 here in New York City. As we say good morning at JM and the AM, wish everyone a happy, healthy, and sweet 5778. Hope you're all doing well, getting ready for a... Uh, Wonderful three-day yuntif as we get set to um, usher in the brand new year. It should be a great year for everybody as we, um, as we, uh, what does our good friend Shlomi Ash always say? May the best of last year be the worst of next year. I think that's how he puts it. And that is a, uh, a really nice sentiment. On the final day of the year. More coming up. Plenty coming up. Rabbi Yudin has uh, quite a uh, a uh, Erev Rosh Hashanah lecture coming up uh, at 8.15 this morning. We will check in with Danny Danone at the UN. I am sure he was in the room yesterday when uh, the Prime Minister of Israel and the President of the United States spoke at the United Nations. He'll join us. And uh, Alan Fagan from the OU is going to join us as well. They've got big news. They've been working on something with the United States government. And we'll explain exactly what has happened. Lots to talk about on Erev Rosh Hashanah 5778. Yes, the brand new year, Tufshin Ayin Ches, as we continue with Leif Tahar at JM in the AM. Sometimes your world comes crashing down. You ask, why me? Why now? Why now? Your mind is fighting for sanity. All you gotta do is say. La 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 gamzulitova. La 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 gamzulitova. La la la.
America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Celebrating 34 years at JM in the AM, and I thank everybody for the happy anniversary wishes. Uh, even more meaningful this year, our first Rosh Hashanah as an independent network. And uh, we owe that to you, our wonderful listeners and great supporters, and we thank you. Shema Koleinu, done by Sheves Achim. You heard Hanesh Shamalach. From the Slichus service, that was a uh, a selection that uh, we actually took off the internet. One of the live Slichus performances that we love. Really good stuff. Uh, so we'll call that a Slichus single off of YouTube. Um, what do we do before that? We had the Aleph Tahar selections, Birchas Achodesh, with the word Chaim all over it. And you know how important that is right now. And uh, Leif Tahar with Gamzu. News from Israel next at JMN. בלונדון נעצרו שני בני אדם נוספים בחשד למעורבות בפיגוע ברכבת התחתית בשבוע שעבר. כתבנו נתן אלדושן. השניים בני 30 ו-48 נעצרו בניופורט שמדרום לווילס. בכך עלה לחמישה מספר העצורים במעורבות בפיגוע בתחנת הרכבת התחתית פרסונס גרין ביום שישי שעבר. בפיגוע שנגרם על ידי הפעלה מרחוק של מטען מאולתר שהוטמן באחד מקורות הרכבת נפצעו כ-30 בני אדם. 
בן 63, חשוד בבעילה אסורה ובביצוע מעשה מגונה בקטינה. כתבתנו הלאס שטייף. תושב ראש העין, בן 63, נעצר בחשד כי ביצע מעשים מיניים חמורים בשכנתו, נערה בת 14. החשוד, שכנה של הנערה, הזמין אותה במוצאי שבת אל ביתו. כשהנערה הגיעה, הוא ביצע בעל פי החשד את המעשים החמורים. הנערה דיווחה על כך להוריה שהגישו תלונה נגד שכנם, והוא נעצר. לפני זמן קצר, הוא הובא להארכת מעצרו בבית משפט השלום בפתח תקווה. תשעה תושבי מזרח ירושלים מואשמים בתכנון פיגוע ירי, כתבתנו דור מימון. התשעה ובהם שלושה קטינים פעלו יחד ככנופיה ומטרתם הייתה לבצע פיגועים נגד יהודים. הם רכשו כלי נשק ותכננו לבצע באמצעותם פיגוע ירי, ובנוסף השתתפו בהתפרעויות נגד כוחות הביטחון הישראלים, שכללו השלכת אבנים ובקבוקי תבערה. הכנופיה הייתה מעורבת גם בהצתת רכב אבטחה בחודש שעבר. לידיעת הנהגים, עומסי תנועה לקראת ערב החג. בכביש החוף, עומס של שעה ממחלף נתניה עד קיסריה, ובכביש 6 לצפון, עמוס מאוד מכיוון מחלף באקה עד עירון. מזג האוויר, ירידה קלה בטמפרטורות. מחר, ראש השנה, ייתכן גשם מקומי קל בצפון ובמישור החוף. ולסיום, נשיא המדינה ראובן ריבלין העניק ראיון מיוחד לקובי אריאלי ומורי הקור לרגל ראש השנה. אבינו מלכנו, חננו ועננו. ועשה עמנו חסד בכך שתלמד את כל אזרחי מדינת ישראל, שלא יבואו ויטיחו וייצרו את המחלוקת כדבר שהוא בבחינתם תורת חיים. חנינו ועננו ולמדנו לבוא ולומר, למה לשנוא? שנה טובה ומבורכת לכולם. חג שמח לכולנו. אלה החדשות שעורכת תום ואינטראובלו.
Some of the great classic pieces of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur High Holiday Liturgy here at JM in the AM comes from a CD entitled A Good Yar. Oh yeah, we wish everyone a good year. Happy, healthy, sweet new year to all of our wonderful listeners around the world. Let's check out some of the comments on the app that we've been getting, the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. At 5.20 this morning, listener Rhoda said, Thanks so much, Nachum. Been listening all morning to the overnight stream. I'm in Ramat Beit Shemesh, wishing you a gmar Tovan, many more years of providing us with the Nachum Siegel Network. Thank you very much, Rhoda. Uh, Radio King, want to wish Nachum and the whole NSN a good, sweet new year. Shana Tova from Park Slope, Brooklyn, to the entire world. Listener Devora. You are accompanying the Yom Tov cooking, Nachum. Shana Tova from Yad Binyamin, and best wishes for an amazing upcoming year. Thank you. Yehudis says, Mazel Tov, Nachum. What a wonderful, amazing accomplishment. Continued good health and success. Please, God, I thank you for that. 34 years ago today, Erev Rosh Hashanah on a Wednesday, 
I started at JM in the AM, and here we are as an independent network a generation plus later, um, still here, uh, doing what we can to enhance your Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur experience. Don't forget today, our amazing Erev Yom Tov music stream brought to you by our friends at Kedem. We wish everybody out there at Kedem and all the wonderful corporate sponsors of the Nachum Siegel Network, a Shana Tov happy, healthy, and sweet new year. And we thank everybody out there for uh, all your support, for listening in, for keeping us in mind and on your phones and on your computers all through the year, every single day, no matter where you are. It is much appreciated. That is for sure. More coming up. You are listening to JM and the AM on an Erev Rosh Hashanah.
אני עוצר עכשיו לחשוב כמה פעמים אמרתי תודה בחסדך אתה ליווית אותי גם כשהכל היה חשוך ונורא לא התייאשתי וידעתי שיש לי תמיד על מי לסמוך והתפללתי, האמנתי שגם אם אצולות אותי תמשוך. אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו בעולם כולו. אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו, אין עוד מלבדו בעולם כולו. אין עוד מלבדו. תמיד אני זוכר להודות, לברך על הכל על הטוב, שזכיתי בעולם חליות, לא התייאשתי, וידעתי שיש לי תמיד על מי לסמוך, והתפללתי, האמנתי שגם אם אצולות אותי תמשוך
Shabbat Shalom. 
J.M. and the A.M. on this Erev Rosh Hashanah, candlelighting 635 here in the New York area. Don't forget Erev Tavshilin. By the way, Erev Tavshilin applies to all of our listeners, all of our listeners, because it is a three-day Yom Tov, as they call it, everywhere around the world. So don't forget the Erev Tavshilin, and um, that allows one uh, to cook on Yom Tov which would be this Friday for Shabbos, since we can't cook on Shabbos. If you're not familiar with any of this, then, of course, uh, consult with your local rabbi. Uh, but again, the uh, the procedure is called Erev Tavshilin. Everybody must do it this Erev Rosh Hashanah. Candle lighting at 635, as we said. Good weather expected in this area. Hopefully you'll have a wonderful yontif wherever you are. We will check in with the um, amazing and incredible Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, um, Danny Danone is going to join us in a couple of minutes here at JM and the AM. Yesterday, a, a very interesting day at the UN. A very, very interesting day at the UN. I thought it was a good day, frankly. I thought that uh, BB handled things really well. We'll see what Danny Danone thinks when we speak with him uh, coming up. Words from the um, High Holiday Liturgy, as we call it. Mordechai Ben David is next here at JM and AM off of the album entitled Tse'aka. Uh, don't forget, Monday we're back. The next day you'll hear us is Monday. And all through the day today, Kedem presents our Erev Yom Tov music mix right here at the Nahum Siegel Network.
J.M. and the A.M., we'll get back to it. We'll get back to that Mordechai ben David Psach Lano, which is perfect uh, for the Yamim Narayim, of course, words from the Yom Kippur service. Uh, it's Erev Rosh Hashanah 5778, Tavshin Ayin Chet. One of the most amazing representatives, as far as I'm concerned, of Israel and the Jewish people is our good friend, a United Nations ambassador from Israel to the U.N., Ambassador Danny Danone. He is with us live via telephone on this Erev Rosh Hashanah. Mr. Ambassador, Shalom, Shana Tova. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, Nahum. Good morning, Shana Tova to you and to everybody. Uh, first of all, you have to clear something up for us because there's been a debate here at, at our network. Uh, the position that you just assumed at the United Nations, is it the first Israeli, are you the first, I should say, Israeli representative to be in that position at the U.N.? The position I assumed yesterday as a vice president of the General Assembly is not the first time that you have an Israeli ambassador. Uh, even Abba even served as a vice president. But the position I served last year as the chairman of the legal committee, that was the first time ever that an Israeli ambassador was elected to chair a UN committee, one of the six committees of the UN. Pretty amazing. What an accomplishment. Kolaka vote. Let's start with, we'll start with Bibi. The whole world is starting with Trump. We'll start with Bibi. I, I thought, you know, two years ago, you remember I told you that t- two years ago, I thought he spent too much time on the Iran deal and not enough about the positive. Last year, I was thrilled that he went ahead and basically told the world, you know, uh, if you don't hop on the Jewish-Israeli bandwagon now, you're going to miss the train, so to speak. And this year, I thought he did a remarkable combination of both. What did you think about his speech yesterday? I think it was a remarkable speech, you know. He showed the real faith of Israel to the world, the achievement. And also he connected the dots for the international community between the bad agreement that was signed with Iran to the reality today where we see Iranians' presence all over the world. And, you know, I spoke with some of the Arab representatives yesterday. And they thought it was a very important speech because the issue of Iran, it's not an Israeli issue. It's not an American issue. It has to do with the entire world. And I think that the hearing yesterday, President Trump speaking about North Korea and Iran, people realize that we have to deal with it together and to do with it now. So both of them, in your, in both of them in your view, and I think everybody agrees with you, at least in this audience, uh, really did well yesterday and uh, came across in very powerful ways and with uh, very important messages. It was really a historic day. And I said to you off the air, I don't think people realize how historic these days are. You know, UN ambassadors from the United States, excuse me, from Israel to the UN in the past literally just had to sit there in that building, you know, fighting for their lives. And you're in a unique position where I am sure some of the Arab and African nations and others that you just alluded to are are literally becoming friends of Israel at this point. Absolutely. You know, we see the change. And my apologies, Israel is a full member state of the UN. That's why I, I run for positions. I'm not afraid of, of running uh, to different positions in the UN. And I think people understand that today Israel is not a problem anymore. Israel is a solution. And uh, our main challenge is to take the great bilateral relations we have with so many nations and convince them to also support us in the UN. We're starting to feel the change. 
it is not going to be in one day in Nahum, but it's a process, and I'm very happy to see that it's, it's happening. Oh, it's unbelievable. Ambassador Danny Danone is with us live via telephone. Uh, Nikki Haley seems amazing. Uh, obviously, you know her, uh, you know, not just uh, in front of the cameras, but behind the scenes. H- how would you describe her personal commitment to uh, Israel and the future of the U.S.-Israel relationship? Ambassador Haley, she's a great supporter of the state of Israel. You know, when we went together to Israel a few months ago, and we visited the, the communities in the north, and we showed her the Hezbollah fault on the border, the way they violate Resolution 1701. When we came back here to New York, we started to work on amending the mandate of the Unifil Force, the peacekeeping force, and she was capable to, to lead the change and to make a, a revolution in the Security Council when the mandate was changed, and today the Unifil Force will have to be much more effective. Unbelievable. Just, I mean, it's, it's an incredible era. It's an incredible era. I know you get it. I wish everybody in our community worldwide got it. Uh, but it's just a, a remarkable what's going on. And, um, and it just, it should continue. I mean, the, uh, I, I never thought that, uh, that the prime minister of Israel would be able to get up and talk about visiting six continents, having African and South American leaders either running to Israel or him being well-received where he goes. It, the whole thing was just, uh, just fantastic. Uh, I take this opportunity, Ambassador Danone, to wish you a happy, healthy, sweet new year. Tavshin Ayin Chet. Uh, someone said uh, yesterday here at the uh, radio show that uh, it's Teheshnat Teheshnat Eight Cherutenu. That's what the Tavshin Ayin Chet is. And we should certainly enjoy a happy, healthy, and sweet new year together. I want to wish you and the entire Jewish people Shana Tova. And we need to believe. We need to believe that we can make a change. We can make the world a better place. And I believe that uh, together this year will be a great year for the entire Jewish people. Kalakavod, your positive attitude is always welcome. Shana Tova and Chag Thank you. And Chag Sameach. There he is, Ambassador Denny Danone. Was a remarkable presentation yesterday by Bibi. It may not have had the same passion as his prior two UN speeches back in 2016 and 2015. But I thought it really laid out the two most important things he could have brought to the world in terms of messages yesterday. One, the Iran deal. The other one, you should try your hardest to listen to the first half of yesterday's speech where he discusses Israel's role in this world. Whoever would have dreamt it. Whoever would have dreamt it. He talked about the... um, Pronouncements by the prophet Isaiah from a thousand, from you know, a couple of thousand years ago, and how it's coming true before our eyes. I hope this Rosh Hashanah. I hope this Rosh Hashanah, the rabbis and leaders in our community use the opportunity when people are really focused on their words during the high holidays to stress the incredible growth of Jewish nationalism. I really hope so. It is, uh, it, it is something historic happening before our eyes, and too many people are ignoring it. Simple as that. Uh, promise to get back to the music. It is a great song for this time of year from the Yamim Noraim High Holiday Service. Mordechai Ben David right here at the JM in the AM. <laughs> Ribo in Oishelo, you don't be sad. Now the kid, the love.
J.M. in the A.M. Shlomo Katz, Barosh Hashanah. Wishing everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet new year of 5778 in America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Um, well, I mean, we uh, thank God many community leaders are in touch with us, and uh, I-, I felt it was uh, so appropriate to have the following guest with us uh, an hour before we leave the air, before Rosh Hashanah, before we close out the year, so to speak, and uh, get ready to open up a brand new year. And that's uh, Alan Fagan, Executive Vice President of the OU. You know, we have had an opportunity, to say the least, because of the uh, vision. I'm not going to say commitment, and I'm not going to say sponsorship. I'm going to say vision of the OU, uh, led by Mike Bain and Alan Fagan, uh, to really get involved in a whole bunch of wonderful projects um, one would think the most recent was Yom NCSY, but then, of course, the OU stepped in and uh, encouraged us to get down to Houston uh, to make our mark down there for 48 hours. And uh, this is what the OU is doing on a regular basis, aside from uh, making sure that we could eat millions of uh, products that are kosher in this country. Uh, he is the executive vice president of the Orthodox Union. Alan Fagan is with us live via telephone. Alan, Shana Tovat to you. Welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Nachum, and a Shana Tova to you and all uh, all of your listeners. I appreciate that, and again, I thank you for the opportunity. Uh, let's start with uh, what's been on our minds, and certainly uh, OU, the OU, as we know, has been at the for- forefront of the whole uh, issue, and that is uh, relief for those in uh, Houston and really, you know, Florida to an extent as well. Nathan Diamond had discussed it with us that uh, there there was something that the FEMA was considering or at least had uh, implemented in past years, and then it became a problem in terms of uh, getting the funding for it, uh, in terms of helping uh, disaster-damaged synagogues. And you know we visited some of those down in Houston. Now, it sounds like there's been some good news that the OU has actually gotten out there and has um, has uh, celebrated the fact that there's been an actual introduction of a FEMA relief bill to aid those synagogues and other houses of worship. Uh, so to you and your Orthodox Union Advocacy Center, I would say that they've been at the forefront of this, and so far, so good. Uh, that's correct, Nachum. Uh, we have been uh, uh, lobbying now for years, really, almost uh, going back to uh, the aftermath of Hurricane Andrew, wow. uh, to get FEMA to extend its relief um, funding, uh, not just to parochial schools, which are currently covered, but the houses of worship as well, which are currently not covered. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and we've been pressing very, very hard over the last several years to get FEMA to change that policy. We see no reasoned distinction between the aid that FEMA provides to private individuals and institutions uh, and houses of worship, all houses of worship, uh, many of which, uh, as you know, were uh, uh, enormously impacted uh, uh, by the recent hurricane uh, in Houston. Uh, we've gotten uh, a, a very clear indication from the Trump administration uh, that they feel that that policy uh, should change, uh, and we're working actively with them to try to see to it uh, that that policy changes both administratively uh, through FEMA uh, and through legislation. In the interim, we're encouraging uh, all of the synagogues uh, in Houston uh, that have been damaged to file applications. There is a deadline of September 26th to get those applications into FEMA. So we're encouraging synagogues to apply uh, in the hope and, and, and the expectation uh, that that policy will change. Alan Fagan's with us, Executive Vice President of the OU. You know, today may be a good day to say this um, and just uh, you know point it out to our audience, and that is that advocacy is real. Jewish community advocacy, political advocacy in Washington, Kashrus we know, uh, Yachad and those helping those with disabilities we know, and uh, and of course NCSY and Jewish youth we know, and the list go and synagogue services we know, and I know that the list goes on and on. I'm just you know it's the tip of the iceberg, but it's a good opportunity to remind everybody as the year comes to a close uh, that uh, there are many things going on at the OU at the Orthodox Union concurrently on a daily basis, and I would assume someone like yourself gets an opportunity to see it, you know, sort of from above and gets to watch as all your different departments, you know, jump into action on all these different issues. It's, uh, it's probably the most uh, exhilarating part of the job is to be able to see on a daily basis so many different programs functioning, uh, so many new programs uh, being established, and we're going to be rolling out several uh, uh, during this coming year. Uh, and then all of the events that uh, we don't expect and hope will never happen. So, so much, as you know, so much of our attention over the last few uh, weeks oh, yeah. has been spent in dealing with the Houston uh, crisis, uh, in providing uh, aid uh, in Florida. And I'll tell you that uh, about 45 minutes from now, we're going to have our first call with regard to uh, Puerto Rico that looks like it will really be at the, uh, at the eye of the storm and uh, suffer enormous dem- uh, uh, devastation. Uh, there is a Jewish community there. We need to be mindful of that uh, community uh, as well. And I'm sure that before the day is out, uh, 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 we'll be reaching out uh, to our brothers and sisters in Mexico, uh, to whom we extend uh, uh, condolences and offers of support and encouragement uh, as well. Unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be any shortage of natural disasters and catastrophes that uh, surround us. And we try to do our best to respond to each of them. I didn't even realize that uh, there were Jewish communities directly in the in the track in the path of this most recent storm. My gosh! And I, I assume that that Jewish community in Puerto Rico is in San Juan itself. Would it be in the capital itself? Uh, there is a community uh, uh, in San Juan. Uh, there are others outside of uh, wow. uh, San Juan. The largest yeah. community uh, is is in San Juan, and we've already heard from them. Uh, and our coordinating uh, efforts uh, with them, as we did uh, 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 just recently uh, in St. Thomas. Um, uh, 
it's a very, very small community, but small or large, uh, all of our brethren uh, need our help and our support when catastrophe strikes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, and, I'm, I'm sitting here in stunned silence because I, I can't even believe that there is a community of note in St. Thomas, but leave it to the OU and everybody there to, to find the people and to try to help out. Uh, and certainly in Mexico as well, which yeah, has a very, very large and very strong community. And uh, we have we have already reached out uh, to them as well to do anything that we can do uh, in, in in these few hours that remain before Yontif. Alan Fagan's with us. Lots to look forward to in five seven seven eight. Uh, you can reassure, and you know, I'm I'm glad that I'm privy to some of this information. You can reassure this audience that that some of the types of events the OU has had in the past are only going to get bigger and better, and the community will feel even more enhanced by some of the programming that will be happening over the next few months. We certainly hope that uh, that that's the case. That is our commitment to the community, and it's what we try to do uh, day in and day out. Malcolm, I do want to take this opportunity, if if, if I can, to 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 thank you and your team uh, for for everything that you've done. The, the concert in Houston, as I said before on your, your show, was such a remarkable shot in the arm uh, for the community. But I think even more importantly, uh, this, this um, uh, the pattern that you've had now over the last uh, several years of bringing your team to communities struck by tragedy, uh, bringing uh, a, a, a bit of happiness and a bit of joy and uh, some optimism and upbeat notes, but but more importantly, conveying the sense of Achdus Israel that we are one people, one community. Anywhere in the world, that tragedy or calamity strikes, uh, that you're there, that we're there, and that collectively we try to do everything that we possibly do uh, to help our brethren uh, who are in distress. Uh, it, it's 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 just remarkable that uh, you've 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 found the formula. Uh, to be able to unite the Jewish people. And I want to tell you that the consequence of that uh, and of your listenership uh, is that our Houston campaign uh, for relief efforts for the hundreds of families that have lost their homes and their possessions and are really in enormous uh, 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 difficulty, uh, institutions that have been severely damaged, uh, that campaign has been so enormously successful as a result of what you've done and, and the publicity you've been able to give to that campaign. Uh, when I checked yesterday, uh, we were approaching uh, somewhere in the vicinity of 9,000 donors uh, to the Houston relief efforts. That never would have happened uh, without the reach of your audience and their enormous generosity. And I want to thank you and I want to thank them from the bottom of our hearts uh, to help us do what we're doing to, uh, to bring some measure of relief uh, district and communities. I, 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 you, you leave me speechless. I, I greatly appreciate it. You know, today, on a Wednesday, on Erev Rosh Hashanah, 34 years ago, I started at JM in the AM, 34 years ago today. And I will remind you, and I've said this to you and your predecessors in the past, that while at the beginning it is very hard to get any Jewish organization or any entity to pay attention to you, from the very start, because of our Mordechai Grumberg and some of the great people at the OU, the Orthodox Union has been with us, has been a partner with us, and now to this amazing degree, which is so wonderful. So from the very beginning, you guys have been there and understood this mission and why it's so important. So I thank you. I take this opportunity to wish you, your family, staff, everybody at the OU, a wonderful, happy, healthy, sweet new year, and that we should continue to grow together in the new year. 
Thank you. I mean, thank you, Nachum. Uh, uh, thank you to you and to your team and to all of your listeners. A wonderful, wonderful year. And let's all hope and, and pray that uh, some of these relief efforts uh, will be completely unnecessary in the coming year. Amen. Thank you, Alan. There he is, Alan Fagan, Executive Vice President of the OU. Uh, uh, the, the, doing remarkable work on all those fronts that I mentioned, plus plenty of others. <laughs> if you go to their website, you'll get an idea of just how many things they're doing and how much they're accomplishing on a daily basis. It's just amazing. And um, again, a big yeshikach to everybody there. Wednesday morning, it is in fact Erev Rosh Hashanah here in the New York area, candle lighting at 635. I do remind the entire world that everybody, remember it's a three-day unter for everybody, Everybody says the Eruv Tavshilin today before candle lighting. Make sure you take care of the Eruv Tavshilin. That allows us to cook on Friday, the second day of Yom Tov, uh, for this coming Shabbos, Shabbos Shuvah. All right, so keep that in mind. Eruv Tavshilin, 635, candle lighting time in the New York area. And we're wishing uh, everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet New Year as we continue at JM in the AM.
It's Erev Rosh Hashanah. This time, each and every Erev Yom Tov. With great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin. 
spiritual leader of Congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the upcoming holiday. Rabbi Yudin, of course, today will discuss the holiday of Rosh Hashanah and no doubt Shabbos Shuva, Shabbos Parshas Ha'azinu. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Yom to everybody. Wow, today is a very special day. Today is the last day of 5,777, and we begin by praying that Emir Tzashem, the forthcoming year, is going to be a productive one, a good one for all of Klai Yisrael and for all of our listeners. Here we go. Today is an Erev Yom Tov, and interestingly, there are those that fast at least till Chatzos, mid the day, because of the seriousness of Rosh Hashanah, which is beginning this evening. Let me begin by reminding everybody to make an Erev Tavshilin. An Erev Tavshilin, succinctly put, is as follows. On Yom Tov, you're allowed to cook for Yom Tov. And so, please God, tomorrow, Thursday, we can cook for Thursday. On Friday, we can cook for Friday. What about Shabbos, which is coming, please God, after the second day of Rosh Hashanah? And therefore, when you have this kind of a situation, when you have a Friday Yom Tov leading into a Shabbos, the rabbis ordained the concept of a Erev Tavshilin, whereby we take a cooked food, a hard-boiled egg, a piece of fish, and a baked food, either a challah or a matzah, and we designate these foods today on Erev Yom Tov on behalf of the forthcoming, quote, Shabbos. I'm beginning my preparation for Shabbos today. I'm going to eat this egg, I'm going to eat this fish on Shabbos, and I can continue my cooking, baking for this coming Shabbos on Friday. I can't do anything this Thursday for Shabbos, just as I can't cook tomorrow, Thursday, first day Rosh Hashanah, for the second day of Rosh Hashanah. Thursday for Thursday, Friday for Friday, and Friday for Shabbos, provided that I have made a Erev Tavshilin, which, please God, you do today. Man or woman can do it. It's one per household. A bracha is recited, which is Vitzivanu al mitzvas Eruv, and a declaration is made, and the declaration which is made in Aramaic, found in our uh, Machzorim, most of the beginning of the Machzor, found in our Sidurim. It's in Aramaic because that was the vernacular, quote, the English of the day. And so make sure you understand what you're saying, that through this Eruv, this enables us to continue our preparation for, please God, this forthcoming Shabbos. Many men 
have the custom of going to the mikvah today. Given that, we're going to be spending a lot of time on Rosh Hashanah in tefillah. And even though we don't necessarily follow Ezra's instruction of gentlemen going to the mikvah before they pray throughout the year, but on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, many men have the practice of, yes, going to the mikvah before Rosh Hashanah and before Yom Kippur. Okay, our practice is that Rosh Hashanah is a Yom Tov. We greet one another, Gajantiv. However, no Halel. There is, we don't sing the passages of Halel on this Yom Tov because, as the Talmud says, the books of the living and the books of the dead are open. It's a serious day of judgment, and therefore it would not be appropriate to recite Halel. And interestingly, we wear more modest clothing than on a quote-unquote regular Yom Tov. Interestingly, the two days of Rosh Hashanah are considered halachically Yom Aruchta, one long day, and therefore... This is L'Chumra. What does that mean? It means, while we pointed out, you can't cook on Thursday to Friday, etc. But it also means it's a question, not tonight. Tonight, Wednesday night, we certainly have to make a Shekhyonu as we take in the Yom Tov of Rosh Hashanah. But tomorrow night, please God, that's where the question comes in. Do we make a Shekhyonu? Do we not make a Shekhyonu? And so the practice is that at the time of Kiddush, we have on the table, either or, a new fruit that we have not had this season yet, or the one making Kiddush should be wearing a new garment so that the Shekhyonu could go on either or the garment or the fruit. If one does not have either or a new fruit or a new garment, they still would make the Shehechiyano. Okay, now let's understand that there are some very significant additions that we uh, make in the davening on starting tonight and going through the Aseris Yemei Tshuva through uh, Yom HaKippurim and they are the additions of Zohreinu Lachayim which is in the first bracha prior to the blessing of Magen Avraham the uh, second edition of Micha Mocha in Mechaya Meisim the third of changing Hokil HaKadosh to Amelech HaKadosh now that is so significant that if one did not make that change and they don't catch themselves immediately, they have to repeat the entire Shemona Esrei. I'm going to make a little suggestion, especially during the week. Put a tissue in that page so that that will remind you to make sure that you make that change. And during the week, between Shabbat Shuvah and Yom Kippur, Melech Ohev Tzedakah Umishpat is changed to HaMelech HaMishpat. That, if you didn't change, you don't have to repeat because you did say the word Melech. Finally, we add a Chsov Tovim in 
the end of the Shemona Esrei in the Brach of Atov Shemcha, and finally we add B'Sefer Chaim in the last Brach of Hamvorech Samo Yisrael Bashalom. Now, just one word about Rosh Hashanah in terms of a little bit of background. This, what I'm going to share with you now, is coming from the Chinuch, and that is from Mitzvah 311. And that Mitzvah is that we are restricted from working on the first day of Tishrei, which is Rosh Hashanah, and the, he always suggests a reason for the mitzvah, and he says the following, that Rosh Hashanah is based and emanates from the kindness of Hashem to His creatures and His creations, that He remembers them, judges them, scrutinizes them, one day during the year in order that their sins should not pile up. They should have the opportunity to address them, be forgiven for them, because he is Rav Chesed. By nature, God leans, tips towards kindness. And therefore, since our sins are judged and analyzed, and we have the opportunity to rid ourselves of them from year to year. Hopefully they are mu'atim. They are few in number. Because otherwise, chas v'sholom, were they to accumulate, that would be catastrophic. Listen to his golden words. Nimtza, it therefore emerges. Shehayom hanichbad hazeh, this very special honorable day who kiyumo shall olam this day is one of the days that literally keeps the world going interesting way to look at rosh hashanah now let's understand something there is one biblical mitzvah regarding rosh hashanah and that is the mitzvah of shofar Now, time does not permit me to go into the uh, background other than to say that from the Torah, we are to hear nine sounds. The term trua, which means a sad note, is found three times in conjunction with this month, and the rabbis teach us that each chirua is preceded and followed by a straight note called a tekiah. Hence, we're to blow nine sounds. However, we know one thing, that the chirua is a sad note. The Torah in the book of Bamidbar in Parshas Baha'u says that if God forbid there's a war in your land, you are to blow a trua. On your happy days, you blow a tekiah. So, because we're not sure what is the nature of this sad note, the trua, 
Is it a shivarim? The sigh, oi, oi, oi. Is it what we call the truer, the wail, oi, 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 oi? Or is it a combination, shvarim trua, sighing and the wailing? And we do all three different combinations. So, in order to blow three trua, assuming the trua is the combination, that's a tekiah, followed by shvarim, tekiah, and then there is a tekiah afterwards, that's four, four times three, because you're supposed to blow three trua, is twelve, in case the trua is what we call the shvarim, that's nine sounds, three shvarim preceded and followed by a tekiah is nine, twelve and nine is twenty-one, and then we do three more truos, in case the trua sound is what we call the trua, just the wail, nine more for thirty. We blow 30 sounds, all Israel, before Musaf, please God, tomorrow on the first day of Rosh Hashanah. Then, those 30 kolos are called kios de Miyushov. Technically speaking, we could sit, because it's before the Shemona Esrei, before the Amida. Minog Yisrael is that we stand out of respect for the mitzvah, the excitement for the mitzvah, then we blow 30 sounds in the Shemona Esrei. When I say in the, the Nusach Sfard blows the next 30 in the silent Shemona Esrei, 10 after Malchios, we'll explain that in a moment. Ten after Zechronos, ten after Shofros, and the Ashkenaz practice is that in the repetition of the Shemona Esrei, we have the thirty sounds. The Ashkenazim had the last forty, giving us a hundred at the end of the davening. The Svardim have the next 30 in the repetition and 10 at the end, we all end up with the same number of 100 kolos on Rosh Hashanah. If somebody cannot be in the synagogue and you know in advance, call your local Orthodox rabbi and he will, please God, arrange to have somebody blow shofar for them at home, if at all possible in local nursing homes, in hospitals. This is something which, if we can do, we will try to do one for another. Okay, now, let's talk about the Shemona Esrei of Musaf of Rosh Hashanah. This is the longest Shemona Esrei of the year because we add three sections to it, and the three sections are first one, called Malchios, whereby we proclaim God as our King. In fact, Rosh Hashanah is the day we coronate Hashem. The second theme, second section, 
is called Zichronos, remembrance. God remembers all and judges us on that which he remembers. And finally, Shofros, the third section, is literally what I call the destiny of the Jewish people. God directs history. And so the first shofar was blown at Sinai, and the next shofar will be blown to herald the coming of Moshiach, and God moves world history along to bring us to that day. Each of these three sections begins with a paragraph describing the theme of either Malchios, his kingship, the remembrance, or his moving history. Then each of these themes is supported by ten verses, three from the Torah, three from Tehillim, three from the prophets, and the last one from the Torah. Then a closing blessing of each of the themes. Hence, the three sections contribute to make this the long, very important Shemona Esrei. I urge you, take your time. Use a magzor that you understand. If you understand the Hebrew, wonderful. If not, let it be in English, Russian, or any other language translation that you can literally understand what you're saying, which is so important. Now, Rosh Hashanah, there is a beautiful custom that, if at all possible, we go to a flowing body of water on Rosh Hashanah in the afternoon to recite Tashlich. Symbolically, we are throwing away our sins. Now, talking about symbolically, let me go back to tonight. Very important. And let me tell you, there is a concept of Simna Milsa, whereby what we do is the following. One, we make Kiddush with a Shechianu. We go to wash. We come to the table. Hamotzi lechem Good. The custom is to dip the challah in some honey tonight. Then, we take an apple and an exception to the rule. Ordinarily, we never make a bracha on foods during the meal till the dessert. Now, we're going to make a bracha on this apple that we're going to be eating as a ceremonial food. And so we make a bracha, bori prior eats, take a bite of the apple, dip it into honey, say, Yehi Ratzon, we beseech Hashem. Mufanecha, Hashem lokeinu lokevoseinu, shetachadish oleinu, shana tova umesuka, that you renew for us a good and sweet year. Now, after that, in the course of your meal, there is a beautiful custom of taking different vegetables and reciting a Yehi Ratzon that goes with it. So, in many of your Sidurim, uh, in the Art Scroll Sitter on page 768, you'll find for carrots, for leeks or cabbage or beets and dates and gourds and pomegranates and fish, and if you have the head of a fish, 
or the head of sheep on the table. The idea is that we recite the appropriate little prayer that goes with it. So it shows us that, number one, I don't need a machzor and I don't need a chazin, but even with the vegetable, whether I eat the vegetable or just have it on the table, it can arouse this prayer. And it's not just a prayer. It's a prayer with a simon, with something to buttress it, which makes it even a little bit stronger. I don't have time to go into the Kriyas HaTorah for each day. Just know, first day, that it is from the end of Vayera, whereby God remembers Sarah and she gives birth to Yitzchak. Put your name in. God remembers each and every one of us. And on the second day of Rosh Hashanah, we read about the Akedah, Avram's readiness, willingness to comply with God's demand and putting God before his son. Okay, we go from Rosh Hashanah to Shabbos Shuva. It's called Shabbos Shuva because of the Haftorah that we read, Shuva Yisrael. It's called Shabbos Shuva because it's the Shabbos of the ten days of Tshuva, which begin with Rosh Hashanah and go through Yom Kippur. And there is the Torah reading for the Shabbos is that of Ha'azinu. According to most commentaries, we are finished with the 613 mitzvos last week. We had writing of the Sefer Torah, the last according to the Chinuch, who follows the Rambam. The Ramban has, at the beginning of this week's parish of Hazinu on Shabbos, Kishem Hashem Ekra, the mitzvah of Birkas Torah, biblical mitzvah. The song of Hazinu says the Ramban is so significant because you have a concise statement of Jewish history. And to quote the Sifrei, this song is so great. It has the present. has the past. has the future. It has this world. Wow! That's all this included in Parshas Ha'azinu that we're going to read this Shabbos. The Shabbos afternoon, most communities, people will come to the synagogue to hear the Rav's special Shabbos Shuva Drasha. I'm just going to conclude with the Rambam from chapter 3 of Hilchos Tshuva, Halacha Dalid, that famous Rambam that all of us should take to heart. And he tells us, the Torah does not give a reason and explain why we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah. There is a strong hint, and that is, Literally, those who are sleeping, wake up! Vinir damim, 
Deimaschem, and those who are slumbering, wake up from your slumber, and Chapsu B'maaseichem, investigate, look over your actions, Chizru B'tshuva, the shofar is a call to our repentance. You're not so bad, but there's room for improvement. And v'zichru bor achem, and remember your Creator, who all of us has shochim as ms that unfortunately neglect and forget the truth. Pahavle azman who waste their time with so much waste of time that's abound us, and everybody knows how they just look at any tea danger and see how they're attached to that terrible thing called the phone, that they don't have an opportunity really to talk to anybody in the real sense of talking, and how unfortunately they are so pulled away from so many valuable things of life, and it's so important that we try to communicate this to them. And Vishogim Koshnasam Behevel Vorik, they waste so much time talking to all of us. Ashelo Yoel And therefore, what should we do? Habitu Sechem. Remember that you're not just body. You weren't put into this world only to have a good time. You've got a soul. Therefore, the Rambam calls out and says, when you hear the shofar, let it remind us that we are to literally improve our ways. Okay, it's a tall order, but the Torah never asks of us that which we can do. And so, I take this opportunity of wishing, first of all, Nachum and his family continued Hatzlacha in this very special Avodas HaKodesh of bringing Jewish pride and identity to Jews throughout the world. Being there for them and spreading such special Jewish pride throughout Wishing everybody exiva v'chasima tova, and may we all not only be inscribed for a meaningful new year, but please God, may the new year be one that we have nachas, not only from our families, but each one of us from ourselves as well. A good yom tov, shana tova, and a good Shabbos, to all.
זוכרנו לחיים, מלך חופץ בחיים, וחוסרנו בספר החיים, וחוסרנו בספר, בספר החיים, למענך אלוהיקים חיים, וחוסרנו בספר, בספר החיים, למענך
J.M. in the A.M. Today we really have to do an appropriate ending that includes both a high holiday classic and it's time to say good Shabbos. After all, we go from Yontif into Shabbos, right? So we'll start with this one from Mordechai ben David and then, of course, go into Journeys and it's time to say good Shabbos. Candle lighting at 635. Kedem presents an amazing and incredible Erev Yom Tov music mix all through the day. Make sure to be tuned in, everybody, all through the day here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Wishing everybody a happy, healthy, sweet 5778 to all of our listeners, to all of our supporters, to everybody, all of our incredible staff members who make this the amazing Nahum Siegel Network. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Shana Tava Special mention to Miriam Alwalik, to Egal Siegel, to Matis Weingast, and to Mark Zamek, and everybody who makes this an amazing and incredible venture. Mordechai Ben David, ready for Yom Tov at JM in the AM. <laughs>
The one and only Rip Shlomo Kalbach, of course. Big thank you to Dr. Yassi, who sent that to me minutes ago. Don't forget Erev Tavshil and everybody. Time to say good Shabbos. Wish everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet Tavshin Ayin Ches 5778 on this Erev Rosh Hashanah at JM in the AM. The sun is going down It's shining through the trees Another week's gone by Become a memory So throw away your hammer There's nothing left to do Say good Shabbos Cause all your work is done Gonna spend the day together with the Holy One Say a special blessing on a cup that's filled with wine Man and his creator, it's a very special sign Your candles will be burning They'll fill your home with light Singing songs of Shabbos Well into the night So throw away your hammer There's nothing left to do Go on home and find a gift That's waiting there for you Oh 
until your work is done. Gonna spend the day together with the Holy One. Say a special blessing on a cup that's filled with wine. Man and his creator is a very special sign. Sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio around the world in the web at NachumSingle.com, on the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. As we wish everybody a happy, healthy, and sweet 5778 Tavshin Ayin Chet. Enjoy the three-day amazing Yontif and Shabbos Shuvah, everybody. Monday morning, we're back starting at 6 a.m. My thanks to uh, Matis, who will be doing a jam Sunday. This coming Sunday, Tzom Gedalia, starting at 7 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to join him. Our Erev Yom Tov music mix presented by Kedem kicks off now, goes all the way until candle lighting time. Enjoy. May it inspire you on this Erev Yom Tov. Have a fabulous, wonderful Shana Tovah. Till next time, Malcolm Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.